0: Catch you with another episode. I'm your host Colin, and I'm Jordan. Grab a cocktail and have a seat while we talk about some crime and our crippling depression. And I'm gonna start off just telling you what we're drinking now. Oh, because I always fucking forget. Love that for it's, you. I think it was it was Uptown something, but it's a pina colada wine cocktail, which is like it's it's mid. It's okay. Jordan said it'd it would be, be better. It'd be better with ice, yeah. like blended. I agree. What's giving you crippling depression today, Jordan?
1: Um, my allergies. I'm going to complain about it. I feel like I can't breathe. So if you hear me going, it's because I cannot get air <laughs> through my nostrils. So I'm so sorry if I sound like I ran three marathons.
0: Me, Three weeks ago when we tried to record an episode and it just was not the it's vibe. Okay. It bees like that um, sometimes. For me, uh... It's because our friend Topanga is seeing Taylor Swift tonight and I wanted to go to the Eras tour so fucking bad. I'm very happy for her, but I have
1: no interest in Taylor Swift, so I'm not jealous at all.
0: But Riley surprised her with the tickets like a week ago. So can you imagine, though, one of your favorite artists on the planet going on tour? You sit for hours to try to get fucking tickets and then you don't. And then a week before the show, your boyfriend surprises you. I wish. AC, take notes.
1: If J. Cole ever sells out like that again, then maybe. But, like, I got J. Cole tickets, like, the week before. And they were, like, yard seats, which is fine with me. Because I don't need to be close. I have prescription glasses and a camera I can zoom in on. The cheaper the better.
0: I'm dead. Um, No complaints. I'm I'm holding out for Kim Petra's tickets. Yeah. I
1: will say, like taylor swift it does look like she puts on a good performance zero interest in her but like (laughs) hold on every song has an outfit change period queen we love that for you like i love the dedication would not pay money to see it though like you i will watch it on a youtube if i really want to see it that bad that's funny that's how old i'm gonna make myself sound for but other
0: than that life update uh my dad is home and doing well just walking had to had to change his diet and all kinds of stuff.
1: I thought you were about to say diaper, and I was like, no. whoa, we skipped a few pages here. <laughs> <laughs> I was no. like, what the He
0: No, he's walking, and he's, That's awesome. he's just had to change the way he's eating and everything, but I don't know how long he's going to be out of work for, but hopefully he just takes that time to chill out. And he needs to relax time, regardless right? whether he yeah. wants to or not. Motherfucker was already going up and down the stairs like two days ago, and I'm like, bitch, what are you doing? You, you just had well, I mean, if he lives up arteries the stairs, arteries taken out of your legs.
1: He don't need his legs. Fucking good thing. He can get one of those little power seats for the stairs where you, like, sit on it and it rides you up. He doesn't need his legs. He's fine. We have innovation.
0: Well, I did want to... I want to say I'm sorry to everybody for, like, the misorganization that we have going on. It was just... The last episode was too long for me to sit down and edit in one night, whereas the one that came out before it was short enough for me to do it, so we just switched some shit around and, uh, you know, we own the show, so... And do what we want but we are back on our themed episodes so you're gonna have three of those before we do whatever the fuck we want again and we're gonna start with wedding crimes and Jordan's gonna take it away
1: oh no my google docs it's closed okay so my story I, I try to watch an episode on it but it just made me more confused I don't know how you do that and I'm very like proud of you for you doing your truth um I got more confused about how to type up my case after watching an episode so um, I
0: have to. Um, it has to be like a professional show. Like well, it was. That's episode. what I'm saying.
1: Like it was like a like a TV. What was it called? It wasn't snapped, but it was something like that. Like so, mm. it was like professional. And I was still like,
0: I don't know. See, that makes it easier for me to figure out how to type up like how I'm gonna word it and yeah, everything like that. I just that. made
1: it worse for me. I was so this might be a little bit everywhere, but it also is a zero to one hundred case. So either way. It's rough.
0: <laughs> yeah. So today, because we're recording two episodes, and I just did my research for the second one before she came over, and for that one, it's I, I tried watching two podcast episodes on YouTube about it, and I was just like, that didn't help me at all. So that was the first one that I actually <laughs> had to go and just read articles to be able to type it up because Welcome it was my it got too confusing the way they were talking about it. Yeah, I get
1: that. Anywho, I'm going to tell the story of Doug and Phaelyn and Grant. Um, And that begins in 1993, and there is little mystery to why they were together. Um, They were both divorced, they had children, backgrounds in health and nutrition, and both were raised in the Mormon church. So they were like the same people, bam, together. Period. Mm -hmm. Faelene was obviously a member of the Mormon church, and she was a firm believer in the doctrine of a personal revelation. She believed she could receive guidance directly from God. So not like prophecies, but it was like, her God, he was on speed dial for her. He was, like, calling down to her and was like, Hey, girl, yeah, look he, at this shit.
0: He answers every morning when I call.
1: Yeah, like, it was, that's how she felt, which, girl, do you. Um, her sister, Jody Stratton, described her as Christ-like and Doug Grant. Um, he was different. Uh, during his first marriage to Feline, um, he had built a successful business um, with nutrition supplements and even consulted several NBA basketball teams. Um, but his professional success led him to an affair, and
0: that's The chemistry occurred. Yeah, literally, in the end, an affair.
1: Yeah, but um, he was putting a lot of time in with other people, and he decided to do that. Not very Mormon, but so go it, off.
0: Did God send her texts and be like, "Hey, girl"? No. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> I wish that would have been it, because that would have been pretty solid. Um, but after the seven years of marriage, obviously they were divorced
0: because mm-hmm.
1: you know that's how this is gonna go he had began to fall in love with a receptionist at his company named hillary dewitt um, and he was on the verge of proposing when he received a call from his ex-wife and doug told abc news that his ex-wife said to him i was told in san diego at the mormon temple like quotations that's where the mormon temple is okay um from god to remarry you she just like oh out of the so blue, he sent cold, her the wrong text he cold calls her She's cold calling and she's like, hey, yeah. I was told by God to remarry you. Okay, so like when I tell you this is like zero to 3,000, it's zero to 3,000. Okay. So he's like, hmm, what should I do? So he decides to ask her to take him back. He was like, okay, yeah, solid. We're, we're doing that. We're doing it. Like, fuck the girl I'm with and about to propose to. I'm going to give that ring to you.
0: I don't want no secondhand fucking ring.
1: This is like literally how it went. So he broke it off with Hillary, obviously, and his wife and his ex-wife soon to be wife in san diego and then they drive back to gilbert aries and they made a detour which was las vegas and they got married at the excalibur hotel so they're officially married for the second time so on this trip they end up going for their honeymoon which is kind of where some stuff begins but news of the wedding was met with skepticism by the family and friends back home Bailey's sister charlene patterson told her he better treat you right her other sister, Jody, asked Valene several times if she loved Doug, and she never once told me on the phone call that she loved him, which was a direct quote by her in another ABC article. She did tell her that I felt like I needed to get my family back together, which is common. You mm. know, most people do right, have a hard so do time with have that. Do they have children? Yeah, I okay. have kids and stuff. Like they have like
0: oh full shit going on. They
1: have kids from different different marriages, and then I believe they had children together. Okay, if I am understanding what I read right, this sentence was wrong. So sorry. Um, Hillary, obviously, Hillary DeWitt, the lady he was with, um, was very stunned to hear the news. um, And then shortly after, she began receiving calls and letters from Feline. And soon they had a close relationship um, where they were talking about faith and religion and they were becoming good friends and she's reported Yeah.
0: So. Yes. This. Yes. So she steals her man. Yes. And then becomes friends with her. Yes. Or Kiki and
1: well, I guess she took her man back, and now they're like besties, and they're talking about God together.
0: That doesn't make any sense.
1: I mean, live your truth. I'm not gonna tell you how to live. Your, I mean, we know messier bitches in real life, I'm so
0: t- I know. But uh, if yeah, you proposed to me. He didn't and- propose
1: to her yet. He was planning to. Oh, like he okay. was on his like he. That's how serious he was about Hillary DeWitt. He was going to propose to her, and then his ex wife called, and he was like, skrrr. Okay, God told you. Let's go. Yeah. Like that's how it went
0: um it would still be on site.
1: Oh, for sure, but I mean, hey, you live and you learn. So over time their writings started to make Hillary a little bit concerned because Faelian started writing that she was preparing for death and she, God had told her that her earth life was coming to an end.
0: That's me every day at work.
1: Yes. So in this correspondence, you know, they're planning a honeymoon and everything because his wedding was so sudden. Hillary's getting these from her and it's like scriptures, her own notes, like her thoughts, what God's telling her. Mm-hmm. And she's basically like pre- like preparing for her life to end because God's telling her it's going to end soon. Okay. So she's like, that's her ravening into the future to death. In September of 2001, less than two months after their new marriage, she wrote Hillary... With an astonishing request, in my opinion, I want you to be the mother of my children. I want you to teach. I want you to teach them how precious each of my heavenly father's children is, and remind them that they are not only precious to the heavenly father, but to their mother who has been physically called to serve her mission elsewhere. Wah.
0: Oh, so she's literally. She's like she literally. Preparing to kill herself then.
1: I honestly.
0: I mean, I'm sure you're about to we'll tell go me into what's it going but like to happen.
1: I don't. I think she was very much so misguided, but that is my personal opinion. Okay. We will get there. So, yeah, that was her last letter to her. So, this letter is later presented at trial as well because it's so fucking, like, out there. Like, it's so, like, she's literally, like, preparing death. She also called a day later to tell Hillary that her death was coming and she was having visions of it. And during this time, they were still going to have their honeymoon because they already planned it. Mm. She's like, I'm going to die, though, but we're going to go on our honeymoon. So she's communicating with Hillary often, like I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I want you to be the mother since he was with you before we got back together to fix our marriage. So like,
0: there's so much happening. I
1: I told I'm you so it is zero out. to three thousand and there's no breaks. It's all gas because it's very quick too. Like so this I'm gonna is... come
0: back and get my man. We're gonna get married. Uh huh. And I stole him from you, but now I'm gonna tell you all the time after we're besties for the resties mm-hmm. that I'm gonna. That I'm going to die soon, and now I want you to be the mother of my children. Yes. Okay. Yes.
1: Also, I'm going to die probably after my honeymoon, is what she's telling her. So, Noted. very like, you're just going to watch me steal your man, then you can have him back.
0: So, God really texted her and said, seven days. Mm. hmm The ring has entered the chat.
1: So, after this, um, they go on their honeymoon, and they go to a Mormon historical site in Timpanegas National Park. Um, While they were there, Phalene saw something in the distance, so she chose to climb over a rock wall to get a better view. And in doing so, she slipped and fell about 60 feet. Thankfully, she survived. Um, She had no broken bones, just a lot of bruises and cuts, obviously. She fell 60 feet. Like, it went pretty hard on her.
0: Okay. So. I've heard some awful, like, rock climbing get stuck stories. Yes.
1: There's not a lot of good ones, so it's a little bit nerve-wracking. Um. Her sister Tammy did not believe that it was an accident, but a suicide attempt because all around her house, other than her, just writing to Hillary, she had, um, her own prophecies, what God was telling her scriptures from the Mormon book, like all these things all over the house and her house was prepared. Like she was not going to come back from this trip. She had instructions on how to get rid of her clothing, what she wanted done with her body. Like she was basically prepared to die. And in her eyes, I don't think that it was going to be suicide. I think she was led to think that she needed to die. Because she's taken to the hospital. Obviously, she's healed up a little bit. And then her doctor, um, Chad White, goes ahead and he prescribes uh, a muscle relaxer and some Ambien. But he does not want them taken at the same time. Okay. Because, obviously, you should not take those at the same time. That's like asking to go into a fucking But why
0: would you give those to someone who... Um, for her to relax
1: and she's in a lot of pain so do they
0: also not does the doctor not know that she tried to commit suicide or that it looks like that
1: so basically i think he does but also she's not going to be able to give herself these medications Is it is his thought like they're going to be given to her oh because she fell 60 feet like she's better but she's not like 100 Mm percent. okay you know what i mean like she's good enough to go home so that way they don't keep racking up the medical bill but she is not like how your dad's going up flights of stairs, okay. even though he shouldn't I was be. Say, she's like, it just
0: sounds like, she's hurting. Someone tried to kill themselves, and he prescribed them a bottle of bleach.
1: No, he's she's like hurt, and she shouldn't really be doing things herself yet. Okay. So, the next morning, September twenty seventh, two thousand and one, Phelan was found face down in the bathtub, and Doug woke up from his so called nap to find this. How the fuck did she get in there with him apparently being asleep? This bitch just fell sixty feet.
0: So he could just get tired of her shit and drown her? I don't even know.
1: How are you tired of her shit? She just fucking fell off a cliff. Like, you didn't even have to do nothing. You're just hanging out.
0: See, I thought this was going to take a turn for, like... No! She killed him.
1: I wish. It probably would have made it a little bit twisty and turnier. This
0: is just depressing now,
1: because I have my own theory on this. So, basically, he wakes up, he takes her out of the tub, and he calls the doctor. And he's freaking out. And so the doctor rushes the house and began CPR, and he is the one who called 911. Doug did nothing but call the doctor and, like, freak out over the phone. Like, oh, my God, oh, my God, I found her drowned in the tub. Like, she's dead. She was able to be revived on the scene, thankfully, from mm. John coming okay. and helping them. And while she was at the hospital, she sadly did pass due to a lot of, like, brain flow issues. Not brain flow, oh, my God blood flow issues to the brain like she was basically going to die she was and it's
0: because like so she drowned long enough she
1: drowned long enough to where she was able to be revived but she was not going to make it plus she already had the fall injuries and there's just a lot going on with her so basically the coroner ruled it as a um, undetermined death at the time and obviously the police thought different because bitch what ain't no way in hell so this is my thing three weeks later he marries hillary dewitt
0: okay three fucking weeks later. three weeks
1: later he marries her. There was also reports that the day that his wife died, they met in a public place and he hugged her. And he was saying, God, I missed this. Sir, you were the one who didn't propose to her because your wife called to say, let's get the fan back together.
0: Yeah, I don't understand. Like, why? You didn't have to go back. You could have just... You
1: could have... Like, you were already done. You did not have to return. You know what I mean? Like...
0: Yeah, like, so the hard this, part was over.
1: Like... As much as this is a twist, I like, but you saw it coming, you know what I mean? Now you see it coming. Yeah. But I'm just, I'm very confused on it and I don't understand why. I couldn't find if he was paying like alimony or anything to her or what the hell was going on that he might have a motive for this other than just being a sick fuck who changed his mind. But anyway, fast forward to 2008 um, and the trial against Doug began and they used her letters um, and visions as evidence because most of them included Doug said, Doug's visions, Doug told me. Doug saw at church.
0: Oh, okay. So he basically took a page out of her playbook and started reaching out to her and being like, oh, God said this to me. He had a lot of narrative
1: of, God told me this happened. God told me this through something at church. And she already believed that herself, and he's feeding into it on her. Okay. Mm hmm And in the end, the jury did convict him of... I believe it was manslaughter. I, was I say, don't know, know what the be, hell it like, type of like first the degree ball. murder or anything cuz he yeah, didn't but, kill um, her. Yeah, but um but the main thing no, but the I don't think so. I so think he think definitely drugged herself? her. I definitely think that he like gave her the drugs cuz he did fill them at the same time and she did have them in her system. But I don't know if she went like to take a bath genuinely and like he was asleep and, or like he put her in there and forgot, but she was like bet over the tub. I don't know. I think foul play was definitely involved whether it was herself to herself. But him inducing it with, like, the medication or what. But basically what did it in for the jury was that he didn't call 911 himself. He just sat there. And the fact that she was resuscitated with CPR steps being done.
0: Yeah, so. So
1: she was not dead. He just was like, that sucks. Yeah. Like, screaming, you know.
0: Piece of shit.
1: But yeah, so it was, it's just such a plot twist. And like, like I said, there's. A lot of the articles on it there's not a lot of information but there was a TV show episode I tried to follow it and I couldn't do it so definitely take a look into it and rest her soul I hope that she's good especially because she was on a speed dial with God I hope she's doing okay
0: <laughs> hope they're chilling hope they're,
1: out hope they're chit chatting up there but um yeah fucking zero to 100 and I don't like Doug or Hillary and I believe that they're still married actually too if that makes it any worse it does
0: yeah. I wonder, like, how her children feel about that. Yeah,
1: I they don't like it at
0: all. They
1: have a lot of, like, problems with him. Okay, so. absolutely,
0: yes. as they should. As
1: they should, obviously, but yeah. So I know that story is, like, a little bit everywhere, but it the story itself is fucking everywhere. It goes full yes. throttle, 100%. You open the door, and it's like, ah! <laughs> so enjoy. But anywho, Colin, you take it away.
0: All right. So for, I guess both of our cases, we kind of misunderstood the assignment because I was hoping to find something that occurred on the actual okay, wedding.
1: Okay, me too. But there was only some like undercover gang stuff going on that I could find. And then that story was even, it wasn't as spicy as the one that I found. <laughs> so I just took the spicy one.
0: Yeah, so like a wedding occurs in mine, but it's not the center of the case either. So I also misunderstood my own assignment because I picked this topic. But so I'm just going to take it away. Our case takes place in Blooming Prairie, Minnesota. It is a small town of less than 2,000 people. Hmm. Lois and David Reese were high school sweethearts, both born in Rochester, Minnesota, and married in their 20s. In the 1980s, they moved out into the country to start a family. David served in the Navy. Once out, he opened up a bait shop, eventually selling it, and then starting a worm farm. Okay. Yeah.
1: What is a worm farm?
0: Like, he essentially breeds worms to sell as bait in that sense so like he went how from do a bait you, shop
1: how do you breed worms
0: i want you to know i have no idea but i can probably find it on youtube and then let you know
1: i don't know if i want to watch people breed worms I'm i just, don't think i want to either i'm just a little uncomfortable but continue i don't even
0: know how worms breed i wonder if it's like asexual maybe it is asexual because
1: that makes sense because if you cut a worm into pieces they'll regrow into a full worm so maybe he's just mutilating worms left and right
0: that sounds making like, more oh. worms i so i have an axolotl i don't know if anybody knows what that is but it's basically i did it before you got one the no. mudkip from pokemon it's a little cute little salamander looking guy but they eat worms and mine's still small so when i do give him whole worms i have to cut them well i don't do that anymore now i give him shrimp because he swallows them whole and he's just a good time for everybody because i don't have to traumatize myself but the first time i did it I like took a pair of scissors to a worm and cut it in half, and it was just downhill from there because there was blood, and it was like wiggling everywhere, and I just, uh, I can't do it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not anymore. So yeah. we found a new method. Woo! <laughs> However, what appeared to be a happy storybook life was much deeper than that. Lois had a family history of depression. She was also on a cocktail of antipsychotic medication. Mm. Or at least she was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. While Lois cared for her disabled sister, David could be found fishing with his grandkids behind closed doors. Lois's mental condition was worsening. It was also quickly developing into a gambling addiction. Mm-hmm. If she couldn't get her gambling fixed due to lack of funds, she would then steal it so that she could. Having easy access to her disabled sister's accounts... She stole over $100,000 from Holy
1: her. Holy fucking shit. Oh,
0: so much fucking money. She wasn't charged criminally for this, which excuse anybody me? who's listening to this, if your family does some shit like that, I don't give a fuck that they're just your family. They don't get a free pass for that type of stuff. Criminally charged them. Anyways, she was removed as her sister's guardian because of that the sole cause of the issues between her and david was caused by money and her gambling addiction i mean that is fair Mm -hmm. in march of 2018 her skyrocketing gambling addiction and mental health crisis finally reached a boiling point david and lois had gone to see their grandchildren's sporting events on the way home they began to argue presumably about money Uh during the argument he handed her a loaded pistol and told her to shoot and kill herself she had attempted suicide in the past.
1: Wow! <laughs> I know. I was like, wow! My
0: jaw fucking dropped. How I was fucking
1: like, mad are you to be like, you know what? I'll load it for you too. I'll have it ready. Just click it, bitch. It like,
0: was wow! Fucking awful. But instead, she took the gun. Oh my god! Pointed it at him. Period. And shot three times. Queen. If this she is began, the
1: truth of what he said. Period.
0: Absolutely. So. This is another one that ha- gives me mixed feelings. I covered a case about a grandma that shot a son-in-law, but I like I changed my mind when we re-recorded the episode and did something different. That case made me gave me two different feelings. I wasn't sure how to feel this one as well. Well, yeah,
1: obviously he didn't deserve to die at all. Like no matter what you do in life, you don't deserve also, to be fucking killed.
0: Like it's hard to feel bad when you told her to kill herself. Literally. But wait, there's more.
1: (laughs) No! um, Oh my god, I should have known.
0: Yeah, she began plotting plotting her escape. After killing him, she placed his body in the bathroom, covered it with a blanket, and closed the door, stuffing towels to seal off the door and any odor that might come out. Afterwards, she sent fake messages to his family, letting them know he's going on a fishing trip, and eventually another message stating that he's sick and doesn't want to be bothered. She proceeded to clean out his checking account, writing three personal checks to herself, totaling $11,000. David's family started to get worried, unable to get through via phone call. It is also becoming clear he wasn't sending the messages, as he rarely used punctuation. So she wasn't even smart enough to send text messages that, like, actually looked like (laughs) they were from him.
1: My mouth has been open this whole time. Oh, yeah. What the fuck?
0: Fuck oh, it but wait. This went from more. <laughs> little
1: house on the prairie to fucking like a casual horror movie night.
0: Oh yeah. So they finally contacted the police and requested a welfare check leading to the discovery of the body. Upon arrival they noticed the towel stuffed under the door. The cause of death was clearly the gunshot wounds to the chest. Lois was the immediate prime suspect she and his car were missing she was first spotted on convenience store footage asking for directions she inquired which highway to take if she wanted to head south before heading to south before heading south to florida she had spent the day at her favorite casino gambling she was still stopping at casinos and spending money whilst on the run lois considered looking up an old friend that had a place in florida and then it's so i was watching an episode for this and it said. Homicide detective David Foraker, not sure how to pronounce his last name, Mm -hmm. was investigating a case, and Lois was spotted outside this person's house by the friend who approached and asked who she was, to which she put her head down and stated it must be the wrong house. She ended up being in Fort Myers long enough to make a new friend. On April 3rd, they were both seen, well, she was seen hanging out with her new friend, Pamela Hutchinson. They... Looked just enough like each other for Lois to attempt to steal her identity. At 7.46 p.m. on April 5th, 2018, CCTV footage captured Pamela and Lois laughing and walking. They see the two enter the place Pamela was staying. Don't you fucking dare. Leaving, entering, and then all of a sudden, Pamela... Don't you fucking dare. (laughs) All of a sudden... Pamela was no longer exiting the premises. When Pamela never checked out of the village marina and went dark on social media, her family tried to get in contact with her. They became worried. They weren't the only ones. However, the people in the condo below Pamela's called the front desk to complain about a nasty smell. Personnel went to the room to check. The bathroom door was blocked. And after struggling to open the door, they... She
1: has an M.O. She has an M.O. stuffing the them. towel? Yeah. I have no pity for this bitch.
0: So, I don't care. And after struggling to open the door, she shoved it open. This is the housekeeper. Yeah. And discovered Pamela's covered... Oh,
1: my God. That poor fucking, bo- fucking housekeeper. ...well, body
0: covered in towels and shot. Oh Over God, the days leading up to the discovery of the body... Police see Lois going in and out of the condo with garbage and eventually getting into an Escalade with Minnesota license plates and leaving the property. This she bitch had this
1: planned!
0: Walked back to the property. She had dumped David's Cadillac at a beachfront parking lot. She made her way back on the road using Pamela's vehicle. I don't know how to pronounce it. Is it an Acura or an Osura? It's A-C-U-R-A. It's a vehicle. Acura? acura wow i fucked up (laughs) hard anyways i love you so florida i don't know cars if they are the same shape and color they're the same thing to me
1: me either but i've heard of an acura
0: you know it happens sometimes florida and minnesota police began communicating with each other comparing crime scenes with obvious similarities with the suspect on the run they began looking at video they assumed she was on her way to texas and then mexico all under the identity of Pamela Hutchinson. She had withdrawn $5,000 from the victim's account. The police launched a manhunt and began referring to her as the fugitive grandma. She checked into a hotel on well in Ocala using the victim's credit card and ID. On her way out of Florida, she won 1500 at a casino, but used her own identity and social security number to claim her winnings. Bitch, what are you doing? She made I her way she
1: might not on the other girls' social security.
0: I guess not. Yeah. That's probably honestly what happened there. But she but... wanted that money. Mhm. She made her way through Louisiana towards Texas. She checked into a motel on South Padre Island and began targeting her next victim. Bernadette Mathis, Lois's new friend, no, took she her to does dinner not. and invented her well and invited her back home to stay tonight. Luckily Lois didn't take any Thank lives God. this evening. You, Lo- on April 9th 2018 lois was sitting in a bar in south padre a bartender recognized her from tv and reported her law enforcement showed up and asked her to step outside to which she did they went back to her room and began collecting evidence on june 6th 2018 she was indicted by a grand jury in Florida for the murder of Pamela Hutchinson. Initially denying first-degree murder in December of 2019, she changed her plea and pleaded guilty in order to escape the death penalty. On August 11th, 2020, she pled guilty to the murder.
1: In 2020,
0: on August 11th in 2020, she pled guilty to the murder of her husband. She received two life sentences without parole for both of the murders.
1: In 2020?
0: Yes. So, like...
1: Why do Why do you feel bad for
0: her? I only felt bad during the... Here's her husband to told, her, told her to kill herself. Okay. And I was like, Colin! If she was smart from the... when After she killed him, she would have called the police. Because she had an insanity plea. Like, she could have had that in the bag with an insanity plea. And some type of, like, a crime of passion or something. But she really said, I'm a serial killer I'm going to make an M.O. Yeah.
1: I'm going to shove the towel under the door. That's my signature.
0: I guess so. Like, I was so fucking shook reading it.
1: My mouth was open that whole fucking story.
0: Because it just, out of nowhere, she goes from a gambling addiction to now I'm a serial fucking murderer with a gambling addiction. (laughs) Serial killer. But she was still gambling in between. She gambled in between Florida and Minnesota and then in between... Florida, and I think it was Texas. It looked like she was on her way. She was about to try to leave the country, but unfortunately she got caught. Honestly, had she killed those people that night and then tried to assume their identity, she probably would have made it out of the country. Or just hadn't fucking stopped to gamble.
1: I mean, I guess this just tells you how bad gambling is and also murder. So, it's serious out here. These addictions
0: are hard in the streets. Also... Take your significant other's mental health issues seriously. and Well, part of me wonders if that was gun. even the truth. True.
1: Because that just went from zero to a thousand. So I don't know if I believe that he said that. I mean, I'm not saying that he grunt enough. But yeah, it makes me I kind that, of think that she's that would have had like, like come from
0: her mouth. Yeah, like not that, from anybody happened.
1: else. I mean, unless someone else was in the car, but then they would have been also killed.
0: Yes, so it so I think make she, sense. I,
1: that makes me think like, if she made that up,
0: maybe. Yeah, maybe she just woke up one day. And she was just, just got like, tired of it, mm, and she was like,
1: "I'm gonna fucking. Kill I need him. a
0: new hobby alongside gambling, murder.
1: I need more extreme gambling.
0: I." Guess I don't fucking know. It was just damn, wow, damn, a lot, wow. We both really
1: said off the wall. <laughs> yeah. We said fucking <laughs> At least parkour our on these cases bitches.
0: matched energies.
1: Oh yeah, for sure, because they were everywhere and a thousand percent. Mm-hmm. But, wow, that yeah. was that was fun. That was a good time. Mm-hmm. That was a little bit crazy. 10, so we said hardcore parkour.
0: But with that being said, we are now entering the phase of the episode where I ask people for money because. I'm broke and
1: I'm working on my recording to play in the background instead of me singing live every <laughs> time, so please bear with me.
0: We have uh Patreon. You can find us at c-3 podcast on Patreon. We have three tiers, the first tier being a dollar to access bonus content which is currently just <laughs> she's over here like lightly humming in the arms of the angels. But you can access bonus content which will be released every month i'm covering cryptids jordan is covering i guess currently whatever she feels like covering that sounds about accurate either way we're just gonna let her do her thing and we'll figure it out for five dollars a month we're still workshopping that because we've talked about wanting to give drunk advice but again right now it's like our biggest fan is her mom so and I don't think Danielle wants to email us to give her anonymous advice on the podcast.
1: Danielle will not want us to give her any form of advice. <laughs> Period. <And> that's okay.
0: <laughs> I understand. I wouldn't either. So either way, it's that I'm not sure what to do. And we're kinda like Jordan has thrown around the idea of me covering Bad Girls Club slash baddies episodes in which if that's the case I'm just gonna make her watch them with me and then we'll talk about them together we'll figure it out if anyone has any ideas haul at us if there's anything that we currently do that you like and want to see more of but like in bonus content also let us know so at this point in time if you are a five dollar a month patron thank you for your donations and you still get bonus content and then for fifteen dollars a month you can pick an episode topic or both cases and a cocktail or just one case whatever your little hearts desire the episode is yours at that point
1: you can tell us exactly what you want us to do the whole time if you choose
0: yeah and that's on murder
1: period